You're listening to the Salonpreneur Podcast, your source for creating the salon business you need to support the life you want. Now, your host, Bridget Binge. Hello and welcome back to the Salonpreneur Podcast and episode number 008. Recently, I reread a book I've read several times. It's one of those books that every time you read it, you find something new. The book is called The Purple Cow, Transform Your Business by Being Remarkable. It was written by Seth Godin, a really clever entrepreneur. Now, I've shared the concept of the purple cow before, but when my audience wasn't the size that it is now, so I thought I would share it again today, adding my 2017 thoughts to it. Let me start by reading verbatim how Godin explains the concept of the purple cow. When my family and I were driving through France a few years ago, we were enchanted by the hundreds of storybook cows grazing on picturesque pastures right next to the highway. For dozens of kilometers, we all gazed out the window, marveling about how beautiful everything was. Then, within 20 minutes, we started ignoring the cows. The new cows were just like the old cows, and what was once amazing was now common. Actually, worse than common. It was boring. Cows, after you've seen them for a while, are boring. They may be perfect cows, attractive cows, cows with great personalities, cows lit by a beautiful light, but they're still boring. A purple cow though, now that would be interesting. Now let's expand this parable through possible personal experience. You're taking your kids on a country trip. Your youngest, Charlie, says, Mum, look, cows. You're thinking, meh, but rather you say, yes, honey, aren't they pretty? For the next 20 kilometers, more cows. And after a while, you and your youngest don't even see the cows anymore, even though they are still there. You notice other things like rivers, countryside or beautiful mountains in the distance. The cows themselves are now invisible. And then little Charlie says, look, mum, there's a purple cow. What? You stop the car, you get out and you marvel at this beautiful purple cow. You've never seen a purple cow before and it really grabs your attention and it holds your attention. It really is remarkable. You see, remarkable stands out. Unremarkable is invisible. Remarkable, such as a purple cow amongst brown cows, is worth noticing, experiencing, talking about. And if you're in the market for a special cow, a purple cow is worth purchasing. It's no dime a dozen brown cow, it's a frickin' purple cow. The essence of the purple cow parable is to be remarkable. Remarkable is the thing that's going to decide what gets talked about and what gets purchased. Is it remarkable? Is it worth making a remark about? Remarkable is the art of building things right into your product or service that is worth noticing. You've got to understand that if your product or service isn't remarkable, it will be invisible. Seth Godin says, put a purple cow into everything you do. And in today's world, it's more necessary than it's ever been in the history of time. 
Today, there are so many more choices for everything and there is less time to sort them out. In the old days, when I was a little girl, we had less choices and more time to make those choices. It was so much easier and less complex to spend our money back then. Not today. And here's what else happens in this overfilled world of choices. Word of mouth or referrals happen less and less. In the old days, you would go out of your way to tell a friend about something really great that you purchased. Not so much today, unless it's truly remarkable. Here's a picture of a paragraph in Godden's book. I've added it to the show notes under the podcast player, so go and take a look. I particularly wanted to show you this because all those years ago when I first read the book, I highlighted it and wrote the word brilliant underneath it. Let me read it to you. The reason it's so hard to follow the leader is this. The leader is the leader because he did something remarkable. And that remarkable thing is now taken. It's no longer remarkable when you do it. This paragraph still is brilliant. More so today. This book was first published in 2003 and almost a decade and a half later, it's still true. And yet the world is so much different than it was then. It happens everywhere. But of course, being in this industry, I notice it most here, where salon owners are always looking at what other salon owners are doing and wanting to do the same. Whether it's stocking a product range that the salon she admires the most stocks to copying her words to describe her treatments on her treatment menu and website to knocking off her competitors' Facebook posts. It takes so many different forms. Not only not original, but you will not be able to pull it off. If someone else is doing it really well, it's because she or he stepped out of the Me Too zone, created and developed something different, something remarkable, something their clients notice and buys because it's so remarkable. And if and when it stops being remarkable, then it's time to review it. Whether you reframe your offering, repackage, rename, or completely overhaul it. Always aim to capture attention by continuously reaching for the purple cow amongst brown cows. For so many years, I've been preaching that the only thing, the only thing your client is looking for when spending any money with you is results, nothing else. To be honest, with skincare in the department stores, supermarkets, online, and the thousands of mediocre salons out there, achieving and producing remarkable results with clients is not at all that common. But some, if not most of you listening here, do have remarkable at your fingertips. You do have a cosmeceutical range that is remarkable by nature. In other words, it will provide outstanding results. But the question is, how will you present it to your client? How will you sell it to your client? How will you package it, serve it, and have your client consume it? Two salons can have the same cosmeceutical range, providing the same brilliant results, but one salon will do better. Differently, they'll do it in a remarkable way. Do me a favor that will in turn do you a favor. Share this podcast with a friend so the conversation can expand, providing greater insight and possibilities. 
And remember, click on the transcript link in the show notes to be able to receive a full downloadable transcript of this podcast.